0: On this episode of The Last thing Podcast, we're going to be talking about our best games of 2019. Hey, hello and welcome to another episode of The Last Thing Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mr. Toffee, and joining me are... Uh,
1: game of the Year, Shafik. And biggest disappointment is Centric Tom.
0: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was very disappointed as well when I got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So are you like death stranding disappointing or are you anthem disappointing?
1: Oh definitely anthem disappointing. Oh man. A sorry. lot of money went into this uh, shit show. I think I'm only <laughs> I'm the only one on here who's qualified enough to be death stranding disappointing.
2: <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> so more like pretentious and overblown despite the fact that you are we are basically all killer, no, all filler, no killer.
3: Yeah, so speaking of pretentious and bloated, welcome to our uh, best video games list of <laughs> 2019 because we have nothing else to talk about until uh, something actually truly rolls around.
1: And Like Bad Boys coming out next week. Yay, and Dr. Doolittle. Oh, yeah. No, it's just called and... Doolittle this time. Apparently, it's worse than Cats.
0: <laughs> I don't think so, man. You know, what yeah, is, sure.
3: you know what's surprisingly charming? Is Robert Downey Jr. still going out there doing the press knowing it's a shit movie? And yeah, knowing enough. he can afford
1: whatever bomb this is, because you know what, that sweet Endgame money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he hinted that he made something like 150 million from End Game. Maybe more than that.
3: I think it was close yeah. to 200 million for his uh his final appearance as Iron Man, and whatever subsequent appearance he does get a cut. Mm. And I think he might have to show up for the next whatever. I mean, the only other Marvel thing that's been announced recently is uh, Mobius, which looks fine.
0: It looks
1: meh as all hell.
0: And also Black Widow, which is coming out this year too.
1: Uh, I don't even. I really don't care. <laughs> okay, yeah, <indeed. laughs> whatever. I mean, like if uh, what
3: I'm interested in is like Mobius is gonna be tied in more to the Spider-Man universe, but it's an opportunity to also kind of uh, slide in Blade because which has Vampires been and stuff. Yeah so I don't know for me it's a cross between me as a fanboy kind of enjoying this but also me as a very cynical uh, full grown movie critic thinking yep <sighs> it's marketing at work
1: again. let's for see sure.
3: But then again, you know what? Jared Leto, he's always fun to read about. So let's see what he does for this role.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's see how much of a feature he has I time. actually
0: drank blood! Okay. Huh. Yeah, cool. I actually sleep upside down with my. Yeah, yeah please down. do.
1: Let all the blood roast your head. Okay. That'll do you some good. So, anyway, uh, speaking of a rush of blood to
3: the head, uh, we're going to be talking about our favorite video games. And uh, as per, I would say, tradition here on The Last Game, uh, we always mention our favorites, but we usually just tangent into the ones that we failed to mention during the course of our. Uh, a uh, year-long season. Uh, there's yeah. plenty of video games that we wish we could have talked about, but you know, it was either scheduling conflicts or something
0: more interesting came along,
3: or we, or just, we
1: just couldn't afford it at the time, or we just totally forgot that. Oh, that that came out this year, yeah. right? So uh,
0: mostly the latter, yes. Uh, mostly the you know, latter. Yeah, 2019 is actually quite a big year for video games. I it's mean, quite fact, huge, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah the that, too many. It was all in the last three months of the year.
3: It was also in the beginning of the year. If you yeah. recall, right, everything... The first three
1: months and the last three months. The middle six months, ooh boy, it was tough. It's like, tough.
3: what are the kids going to do during the school holidays? Apparently play the games they bought already. <laughs> yes. They're
1: going to play Anthem?
3: No. <laughs> sorry, not. I can't nope. say that with a straight <laughs> place. Nobody played Anthem. Nobody played yeah, Fallout but 76. But they did play
0: Metro Exodus. They did play Slay the Spire. They did play... Oh my god, that's actually a lot, come to think of it. Like, Resident oh
3: shit, Metro came out about. this year. Metro yeah,
0: Exodus excellent
3: game is exactly the same as the last one. You're not missing much. Yeah, well, but you know. only available on the Epic Game store. And uh I would say, you know what? It's gonna arrive to Steam eventually, right?
2: I, uh yeah. Usually it's like year. a year
0: exclusivity, yes.
3: Yeah.
1: Usually a year. Well, hey, it be worked because um, Epic said it's gonna carry on doing it. Uh, yeah. I'm learning
3: to hate Epic Games more or less nowadays because, you know, there is a good slew of quality games coming out exclusively for the platform. I do have my problems with it, basically. Uh, I share a similar sentiment with Tom that, fucking, okay, just make a shopping cart so that we know how to, like, yeah. you know, manage our purchases. So we don't have
1: to buy, like, one at a time. Mm-hmm. And also, I know it's a small thing, but come on, is it that hard to have the achievements pop up? it's so, like the game tells you what the achievements are just like you have an overlay like it can't be that fucking difficult surely yeah.
3: well you know uh we need to translate it for our 10 cent overlords first oh yeah that's true so boys uh maybe i should kick things off uh it's very uh obvious with my game of the years because i've been talking about it ever since it came out <laughs> yeah yes so no surprise there it's still sekiro shadows die twice Uh one game of the year at the, the bullshit A, A-G-V... What? The VGA? It's now
1: just called the Game Awards. The Game Awards. The, the game, game Awards. Awards, the game sorry, Awards. The guys.
3: So, the G-A-Y-S. Okay, so... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. So, uh, if you haven't played it, <laughs> play it. Buy it. That is... A year of your life
1: wasted just <laughs> trying to master the controls. Okay,
0: I wouldn't say wasted. Well spent. Would well be the spent.
1: Better and word. then several controllers burned no, through no, to try and get say- through that fucking. Tr-
3: <laughs> I would say wasted, but well spent is that sense of accomplishment when you finally beat every goddamn boss, yeah. which I still haven't done because there's still. Which one are you
1: still stuck on the monkey, right?
3: No, I beat the monkey. I beat the monkey just to rent on the on the episode. No, wait. No, I'm think. I'm 80% clear of the entire map. Have uh, you bought your dad yet? Oh, uh, yes. Okay, okay. You know what? Uh, You know what's, you know what's the, the, the thing that still gets to me, though? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Those giant Hitler's ghosts that pull your soul out of your ass. <laughs> huh? Oh, and then man. they stick it up their ass. Oh, man. Yes, yes. That used to terrify me. Now it's just that, oh, these assholes again. <laughs> you know, <I> just,
1: <laughs> Literally, these assholes coming in. This yeah, and mess. I just oh. catch
3: myself like going like, oh, yeah, you know, I... I see what I did there. But yeah, I'm not going to talk at too much length about Sekiro. Because,
1: just go listen to the episode again.
3: Just go listen to Love, Death and Sekiro, where we talk about Sekiro and uh, that very mediocre animated show, Love, Death and Robots. I mean, some of it was good. Three episodes
0: max out of the yeah.
3: Out of like eight or (laughs) twelve? I
0: don't know. (laughs) Not not quite a good ratio, to be honest. uh, Yeah,
1: no, but better than, you know, The Last Black Mirror none of those episodes were interesting
0: (laughs) although it was nice to see that Moriarty actor coming back to be Andre Scott yeah
3: yeah. Uh, Hot Priest priest, I have so many questions about the Street Fighter episode yes save you because it's like as, as much as I enjoy good old virtual fucking it's like wait somebody had to program like a vagina that would also interact with your ability to experience what it is to penetrate it as a black man
0: <laughs> this script that's
3: a, that's a lot of hard this, this script is work done, has yes. a lot of paragraphs missing I feel
1: yeah <laughs> I mean I want to find the game designer and the programmer who did this and you're like what is your
3: deal <laughs> and no there was that line where he was basically oh i tried everything but it only works with you i thought fu- i thought the panda it is like no no polar bear polar bear. Oh, oh, pull pull bear. Bear. Like, bear i mean an obvious tekken reference but in my head it's like wait somebody made
1: a bear vagina and
3: or penis and or penis with functioning erections
1: and <laughs> what i mean like if it if it got to reveal that it was actually like someone's mod that he accidentally bought that would make more sense Cause there's some depraved fucking mods up there.
3: Well, none would allow you to fuck a polar bear yet. Oh, you just go to Lover's Lab. You need to find it. Uh, somewhere there on Nexus Mods. Somewhere in oh, Skyrim. No, Nex- no, I-
1: no <laughs> Nexus is clean. Lover's Lab is where the real filthy shit is. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> there's a goat fucking mod there. I kid you not. Oh, uh, why are you going there again? I'm not going there. It was brought to my attention. Okay. Uh, hey a, do
0: you want to talk about your honorable mentions and
3: yeah,
1: like yeah about let's go mentions. mentions
0: before we go down this rabbit hole <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah maybe
0: just give some love to the games that haven't been mentioned on the podcast at all last year
3: well okay uh maybe just to clear the air yes uh sekiro definitely my game of the year uh followed closely by something along the lines of disco elysium Finally Oh god, damn, that, that game brilliant. okay guys get it okay it's worth it Uh, In terms of my favorite action game, it would be definitely Devil May Cry 5. Mm -hmm. In terms of my favorite shooty-shooty game, it's Borderlands 3, which we've also talked extensively about. So I want to talk about a game that was nominated for, uh, I think, a technical award. Maybe Best Graphics or Best Art Design at the Game Awards. Uh, A game that is, is really pretty. I would say it's the prettiest games. One of the prettiest games I've ever seen. In fact, uh, if you recall, in 2016, when we did our first ever Best Games Ever, I yep. invented the category uh, uh, Most Graphics.
1: The Most Graphics, the yeah. The Most
3: graphic. I would give Most Graphics to Gris. Huh. Gris is probably one of the prettiest and one of the most, I would say, artsy fartsy
1: games I've ever played. Yeah. Well, so, it's made by a French developer, so... It's
3: made by a French developer, so... ah uh, ha ha. Uh, So for all you Last Game fans who are very much aware of my personality, uh, I love me some good gameplay.
1: And uh, what I love about Gris is uh, you just gotta go to the right. So this is like the most basic game design there is. Sometimes you gotta
3: jump. Sometimes there are a few puzzles you need to solve. And then there's a section where you learn to swim. Ah. So it's basically get to the end of the level. Okay. But I would say... um, as much as it's a gimmick, right? The watercolor styles, the sound design, the music, the artwork, the, the sketchy way everything is drawn immediately drew me in. I would say it's one of those games where don't pay full price for it. I mean, if you're a gamer gamer, it's definitely not your thing. Yeah. But mm. if you want something a little bit more esoteric and something a little bit more, I would say, that plays to uh, the audiovisual component of gaming, where basically you just want to experience something, I would say Gris is... I would, probably one of my favorite little art house project video games that have come out in a long while I mean it's along the lines of games like maybe Flow, Flower you know or maybe like or Journey maybe yeah yeah or definitely Journey the the, the, there's a Zen chill out games one of those Zen chill out games but with those gut punching emotional oh my god it sucks to be a woman moments huh so it's a game that deals I mean on the core it's just basically a, a platformer but there are themes of depression, there are themes of loss, there are themes of anger. And they're all beautifully represented through its symbology and through some of the level design. Because there is a very clear ascension that, uh, and also escalation. And there's this beautiful sequence uh, during one of the, um, I would say, earlier levels where you learn to turn into a,
1: a square. Oh, oh okay, so it becomes Thomas was alone.
3: Well, think of it this way, you're you're a floaty little wispy girl, but okay. if you turn into a square, you turn into a, you're like a giant brick,
2: Huh, <laughs> okay.
3: So you can't be moved, and it, it teaches you that sometimes you need to just stay still, rather than push against the wind.
1: Okay. Ah. So it's like this very
2: clever
3: little, I would say, you know, like these little met- metaphors that, you know, uh, as a gamer, you, you, you realise that, okay, what is it I need to do here? Why is it that when I walk out into the open area, like the wind just like, you know, smashes me, right? And how do I, like, uh, succeed at this level? And then you realize, that okay, if you hit the button, you turn to a square. You literally just turn to a square. Hmm. It's a very geometric game. Lots of squares, lots of circles, lots of lines. And uh, then you learn that, okay, now the wind can't push you. But it also represents something. Sometimes it represents stability. It represents inner strength. And it's, like, it's one of those few times where it's, like, when I, when I say I don't like narrat- uh, narrative in video games, is when it's really on the nose when it's like oh you gotta think about your daughter Oh, you gotta think about mental health it's
1: like when it sacrifices the ability
3: yeah. to actually play the game oh
1: please don't kill yourself you're the hero of the story it's so like,
0: gris feels more natural in telling his story it shows more than telling it doesn't that. stop
1: you from playing a game to tell you a narrative bingo and also what i really love about it is that you figure it out in your own
3: head it doesn't try to explain it doesn't try to uh i would say there's no exposition whatsoever
1: it's all... It's all feelings.
3: It's all just... Looking at the symbology... Looking at the metaphor... The framing... The composition... The music... I would say... Mm. Some of the best... Uh, post-rock... To very lo-fi... And then there's some some parts... That go crazy... Like heavy industrial... With... Uh, like these loud... Like cacophonic organs... You know... To just represent... Like, this burst of emotion... Huh. So Gris is a game... You can complete in about... Four hours... Maybe five, maybe seven, if you want to collect all the
1: collectibles. Of course, the collectibles. Okay. It's a video of course, the
3: collectibles. Uh, but strangely, I just wanted to replay it because it was an experience and it felt very cinematic in how it escalated and how it opened up in a way. And it has a very sweet, poignant ending that I felt was extremely satisfying. Okay. Compared to a lot of like these kind of uh, how you say artsy indie puzzle games where it just ends with a screen like oh thank you
0: you know what I mean or yeah. like this one feels more genuine in a sense <clears throat> it right? feels
3: earned like you know you come to a point it comes to a conclusion and I felt very satisfied like, so play Gris
1: okay well this is definitely selling it to me
3: yeah uh I think that's all I have to say about Gris
1: all right is I it... also really like Resident Evil too I guess oh yeah but so did <laughs> everyone that's kind of cheating. I don't know. Uh, well, Any not yet,
0: really. I mean, there's still, I mean, people expected a remake to be like, oh, it's going to be the same old thing. No. Why would you putting choose in a third person? Yeah, put why third would you choose in?
1: to go back in game design? Like, yeah. we stopped doing tank controls for a reason. No one likes tank controls.
0: Exactly, yeah. Which is why Resident Evil 2's 2019's controls, third person view, and putting Mr. X early in the game makes a lot more sense in a horror game. Yeah. You know, it makes it really tense,
2: really, really it's exciting. Like, so, looking
0: from. at
1: why. Resident Evil 4 worked I say, huh maybe we should copy some of this
2: elements <laughs>
3: literally yeah. it's like wait it worked in Resident Evil 4 and we've been doing it ever since why don't we just make the, the classic games just like Resident Evil 4 and maybe they'll sell like hotcakes oh yeah they did yeah so yep obvious Conclude. what's the next step they're gonna have to do, redo 3 right Yeah, which they, which they are actually they've, out they've the already evil. announced I saw the Nemesis trailer
1: I'm kind of interested yeah. I mean, it looks fine. The uh, asymmetric uh, multiplayer looks weird. The multiplayer oh, yeah, the in Resident multiple, Evil yes. was never a good idea. Yeah, well, I mean, what even since
3: five or six, because like it became something like Army of Two, where it's like, oh, we, we need you need your guy to help you carry you onto a platform,
1: or you need to heal this other asshole, right? Oh yeah, you should really take designers from Army of Two. Yeah, uh, yeah. you didn't see my eyes rolling that one, or yeah. like I mean, what was a very terrible example? Like Kid Lynch Winch, maybe. Kid co-op
3: was very boring.
1: Uh, Any other uh, honourable mentions for you?
3: That's about it, you know. uh, Nothing else outside of the ordinary. So maybe I'll throw it over
0: to uh, John here. Unless, of course, you want to let me talk about Katana Zero. Uh, We can, actually. So yeah, Katana (laughs) Zero, good stuff. Uh, Yeah, the music's great. It's uh, one of those 2D action games... You gotta play through on a quick, a quick burst, also one of those other cool games you can actually do a speed run on because there's actually a mode for that. Huh. I will
3: call it the perfect mix between Mark of the Ninja, Fury and definitely Dead Cells. Mm. Yes. Okay. But without the roguelike elements, it's basically a very linear narrative story. And uh, I mean it has an interesting mechanic which is the rewind mechanic. Yep, yep. Which is and you can slow down
0: time as well too. Bullet time stuff, so it can slowly. Which build. I
3: don't find that useful. I I would rather not use bullet time. I would rather parry my way through the entire level because it's way more badass.
0: Yeah, which you can actually. What was really cool I enjoyed <laughs> was the drive, like on the highway stage. You actually parry bullets coming from oh, a helicopter, the helicopter right? crazy <laughs> stuff dude yeah could
3: you, bear, you could parry you could the missile also right if you do you, it perfectly missile
0: right? I'm not sure but I know the bullets you can yes yeah. I love video
3: games uh, me too oh my god you're a badass samurai who's a
1: yes oh parry. I'm being shot at missiles from a helicopter fuck you I parry the missile <laughs>
0: I swatted it right
3: back. Can
1: you imagine empty. if that happens in real life?
0: Yes. I can see that happening in John Wick 4 or 5. I don't
2: know. No, it's a John...
3: time, right? He just like fucking suplexes a missile onto like
1: fucking Ian McShane. And that's yeah. how it ends. <laughs> and then somehow a dog bites the missile in the testicles? Oh, the, the dog is the missile. Oh. And the testicles.
0: So anyway, my... uh, So yeah, Katana Zero, good stuff. If you can find a discounted copy of it on Steam, you should go get it. So my first choice for uh, game of the year is definitely Borderlands Three. Makes it's sense. Probably the only game like since September till now, which I basically would play an hour every single day just to see what loot I can get from a farmable boss and see what I can do with a new build, build that's been revealed. So we we talked about the game in length in a review a couple of months ago. Yeah, check out the episode Borderlands yeah. Three. Yes, yes. But we haven't <laughs> talked about the Handsome Jackpot DLC which introduced a bunch of new bosses to fight, a bunch of new items, especially a really nice mod that makes Zayn pretty powerful, the Seeing Dead mod. No, it's about
3: goddamn time they buffed him. He yeah, was yeah. my character, then they nerfed him, So then you they know rebuffed that, him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he buffed pretty well thanks to this mod. So you know like how other mods from Zayn, he, he actually boosted his kill skills? Yeah. This one, basically, if you touch anything with your bullets, there's a... 20 30% chance your skill, your kill skill gets activated. Huh. And it gets a 25% boost in damage. Really? That's. So basically, if you have a rapid fire gun like Shredder or. Or an Infinity. Lucian, <laughs> then or an Infinity yeah. or Lucian's Call, yeah, you can activate your kill skill any damn time you want basically uh, but the
3: Lucian's call got nerfed already so oh no
0: it's, it's still good I mean if you get crit shots you still get the sound but it doesn't everything. do the crazy damage anymore no no not crazy damage anymore but it's still good to activate your seeing dead mod the new one that you get for this expansion so is there anything cool for
1: Amara in the, the jackpot DLC uh, yeah, Amara
0: fine, she's fine but, I, anything, but she it it doesn't need anything she does have 18. something uh, basically she gets stronger when she gets hit but if she uh I think uh, basically she gets a damage reduction uh, class mod I recall but the other two classes didn't get much in terms of like uh, nice mods
3: Can I just say one thing though when it comes to uh, mods, like give her back her bullshit infinite grenade bug (laughs) <laughs> oh, That was that, that. fucking glorious, especially when you pair it up with a hex grenade, you know, or just anything ridiculous like that, right? Or even like a like a like a storm front, right? And you just destroy like the entire arena.
0: Oh, speaking of Sword <laughs> of Infinite, uh flag builds are actually in the in thing right now. I mean not mm-hmm. for the not for the Hidden and Mist one, the rack pack. So basically there's a new mod from one of the updates where basically your rack when it hits something it splits it two so oh. you know like and then you know like uh, Flak always has this like buffs when the when the Rack is on screen for a while he gets a damage buff yeah. so that so multiple Racks equals more damage for Flak. I, I mean but
3: I kind of miss Crit Flak Crit Flak was like you could melt bosses in like minutes you this know? one
0: is pretty alright if you can get like guns that have like multiple bullets coming out or um, basically anything that keeps the Rack afloat lah, more or less yeah. Okay. it works out pretty well it's not, the, it's not the best like the crit one like last time but it's still good enough per se. I think okay.
3: like the fact that maybe Gearbox is still on the ball with releasing DLC and events unlike other pe- people <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I mean let's not point fingers or call those right? But, uh I mean, there is a commitment to improving the game. And you know what? I just really can't wait until this thing finally arrives on Steam where it belongs.
0: Oh yeah,
1: that's going to be another few
3: months. So you replay it all over again. No, I'm still not happy with the netcode on Borderlands 3 for Epic Game Store. For some reason, it's just yeah, like... Uh,
0: I keep getting matched with European and American players, never Malaysian or Singaporeans at all.
3: I mean like even once in a while you get like a, like an Asian server, right? But I don't know if it's the popularity of the game or the fact that all the hardcore Borderlands people are just waiting for it to come out on Steam. Like on I suspect Steam. that's
1: the reason. Because I, I, did
0: think... manage to f- I did manage to find one or two Malaysians, but only because I use Discord, the third party app for these things. Right.
3: Yeah. Uh, the, the Discord scene is pretty hot, man.
0: Yes, it's very happening, yes. Still mm. for Borderlands. But mostly they want to do the Maliwan takedown, which is nice, but I kind of want to also do the jackpot as it's well. It's a especially. fun
3: as run though, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, it promises two legendaries confirmed at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, if you farm like, what, 30, 40 times, which is, you know, can great on a lot of people, especially. I mean, it's a great time, but it's
3: probably, at this point in time, the best way to get new people to join, because that, to me, is the best XP boost Oh, yeah. it is. farming
0: And even money farming So that I can get Those extra bank slots Which is still not enough Actually It's still not yeah. enough
1: But yeah It was yeah. a good way To get my Mario to max Before I went to the final boss yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, what, Was it 50 bank slots now Right In your backpack uh, now.
0: now it can go up To 100 plus Or so 200 I think And I Back filled still, it up it's already still <laughs> It's still not enough
3: dude. You have no idea Borderlands well, guys We're crazy anal About getting perfect gear Like how many versions Of the hex grenade Do you have the Hex all. grenades, I think I got like
0: four or five of them, like all the elements I think. I'm still that's looking a, for really a perfect reliable. Flakker
3: for more. So like...
0: uh, flakker is kind of weakened right now. Um, You should go for like the Destiny Maggie or one, uh, basically it's a Jacob's gun, the one that has six bullets coming out at have once. The Maggie.
3: yeah, have the Maggy. Yeah, that,
0: that's good. That's actually good for the Flak bill I mentioned earlier on because it somehow keeps the racks alive around the screen temporarily mm. longer that,
3: but you know, I'm still waiting for my gun of guns, the double penetrating herald to make an appearance back <laughs> in Borderlands three. <laughs> why is that? Why aren't they bringing that shit back?
0: I think it's probably like later. Like they, they know people want that gun, so it's probably another few more expansions. Probably DLC the
1: two, or DLC
3: three. Probably, oh, yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, just don't forget, mm-hmm. there's probably three more expansions if it's like the other previous series. I and mean, the only
1: I mean, other thing I would like is like maybe a level cap raise.
0: Uh that's definitely in the cards, but obviously they're they're not gonna confirm that, but of course you know, they're not gonna, gonna confirm it, but I yeah. want it. Like fifty is not enough. Probably be like seventy-two or eighty like last time. Or yeah. ninety-nine. <laughs> ninety nine would be good.
1: What I could do with a level ninety nine Mara. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: It was eighty the last time, right? Eighty and then went it to the It was overpower. eighty
0: with the last one, yeah. And
3: It'll... then there's overpower up to like I think what ten OP levels above. Eight,
0: ten? eight, ten,
3: yeah. 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 Crazy stuff. So technically like Borderlands two you kept at ninety ish. Yeah, yep. so yeah I mean I've, this game has got legs it's got a long way to go before it loses momentum and but I, think... I like the effort that
0: uh, Gearbox is doing basically mm. they're answering uh, they're doing hot fixes to keep the game interesting and alive because if you keep to the same meta people are going to get bored of the game so you kind of need to mix up your mods and your metas and your yeah. updates
3: but also at the same time finally confirm drops thank yes. you Gearbox hmm. this is how we play this game yeah, we need yeah. to know where to get the gun from which yeah. thing yeah um, and
0: then by the time we wrap up this episode and the next one um the loot extravaganza thing is happening now like from the 15th of january till the 30th so. oh shit really yeah basically like whatever you kill any named boss or uh a confirmed boss like tyreen and troy and all that they got confirmed to drop like double stuff basically so
3: so definitely boldness 3 is still our favorite looter shooter
0: Yep, yep, exactly. That is but, an anthem. Yep, yep. But we're still going to mention some of the honorable mentions that we haven't talked about. Like, yeah. um, you guys... Uh, yeah, so I played this a uh, Switch game, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which a uh-huh. lot of people have heard about. It's always known as online. Dating
1: Simulator with the Occasional Combat.
0: Yes, but I did say calling it that is a huge disservice because it does improve upon the gameplay mechanics of previous Fire Emblems because... Um, yeah, it's still your turn-based, uh, act, turn-based game where basically, yeah, it's still got permadeath. Uh, so you gotta make sure your units are alive and stuff. And, uh, yeah, and your characters and all that are actually pretty fleshed out. Like, they may seem like anime tropes when you first talk to them until you get to start talking to, like, certain characters where, oh, it turns out she was abused or turns out she got an impoverished lifestyle, which is actually kind of dark and all that. Okay, so, like, yeah,
2: actual actual yeah. characters. Actual human characters beings, basically. Them yes yes
0: so the people i selected the faction because you got three right so i picked Mm -hmm. the black eagles they're consisting of nobles who cast a lot of magic yeah not really the high and mighty lifestyle they have so that's again it's really fleshed out per se okay and that's not including and and even the combat itself was really good like um they added in battalions for each like units that you can recruit Mm -hmm. so you actually get like uh, buffs that can actually help out other units and and there's like this cluster mechanic basically where if you're together you get to increase like the appeal rating whenever you do a nice attack or a critical. We're charging adds on to them to get skills whenever they get into the when they get trained up in schools and stuff. So you kind of want to keep your units clustered up sometimes for fights, mm-hmm. but at the same time you've got enemies who have like group attacks, like uh, your usual fire spells AOE. So you kind of have to be careful of that.
1: Okay, is there also like terrain? Oh yeah,
0: terrain is still a big deal. So. Beaches, uh, beaches, sands, and uh, water areas, they basically give you like negative uh, twenty 20%, uh, 20% uh, minus for your movement and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, Flyers, they can bypass all that because you can ride on Pegasi and uh, oh. Wyverns. But of course, they will die from arrows. So be careful of that.
1: So it sounds like the same kind of meta for the uh, Total War Warhammer series.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, in a sense. In fact, I think, I think Warhammer probably took it from Fire Emblem back then. I would not be surprised. Yes, it's It's been around in the NES days. It's like, oh,
1: you improved your meta. I wonder where you got this from? Hmm." (laughs) Well, it does prove
0: that, you know, like, you don't have to change so much the weapon triangle of this game, but at the same time, the battalions, the adjutants, the cluster mechanic and the combat arts, along with the special relics you get to use to maybe uh, attack diagonally for melees also help to, you know, Mm. give you some overpowered weapons. But at the same time, they have weapon usage. Like, okay. every weapon you actually equip has, like, a limited number of uses. So, it reaches zero, yeah, you deal, like, what, negative 50% damage, per se. Huh. And, of course, your holy relics in the game, which you'll get a lot, um, will basically be, like, what, you can use it up to ten times, or five times even. So, they're, like, your special uh, crux items, especially when you're playing the game on the Hardest difficulty with permadeath turned on.
3: So So do we get like the holy hand grenade of Antioch or anything like that? You
0: get something familiar to that if you um if you turn one of your students into a sniper class or huh. one of those master archer classes. So
3: one, not three. Uh yeah, three, yes. <laughs> oh three. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, three. three, three, yes.
1: Five is out of the question. Yeah. Five is yep. out of the question. Totally, totally.
0: I kind of wish I put that joke in somewhere but you know it was really to... used in
3: the worm saga yeah, yeah exactly
0: <laughs> but anyway storytelling wise everything it's like i kind of wished i played this game earlier in july instead of like end of the year when i'm free mm. <laughs> so but at the same time i do appreciate uh, fire emblem and nintendo and intelligent systems for you know pushing the envelope in storytelling further you know in making anime tropes like more fleshed out than they should
3: so how's the jiggle physics?
0: Uh no juggle physics no juggle physics yeah zero out, 10.
1: <laughs> zero out of 0 out of 0 out of ten no juggle physics
0: I have to put this on the honorable mentions because I'm like halfway in my first playthrough and there are three of three playthroughs of this game fuck uh, off two, yeah three different houses basically so, three different storylines uh, <laughs> so I need to ask you where does it stack in the Fire
3: Emblem Legacy
0: uh I would still put uh one of the GBA ones in the top tier list really? um the Blazing Blade. I, I agree what with the... you too. Yeah, Blade yeah Blade but is this is like one. a close second because that whole like student teacher uh, persona mechanic does work in this in this case.
3: Because I mean, a lot of complaints about Fire Emblem currently is because they're trying to aid very, they're trying to copy like the Shin Megami Tensei series because they see how popular that is. Yeah, yeah. And then there is some of the purists out there who kind of feel like, okay, Fire Emblem is not truly Fire Emblem as it used to be.
0: It start, this trend started with awakening on the yeah, uh, I agree. 3ds. Mm. Yeah. But and then at the end of the day. I think it's a good step if, as long as it gets a lot of people playing Fire Emblems, as I say?
3: I mean, like, yeah. Would you consider that this is one of the better entry points compared to the classic Fire Emblem game?
0: Yes, this is definitely a better entry right. point because you get to pick whether you want permadeath or not. So.
3: Unless, of course, you want to be sure. really nerdy about it. Okay. Play Fire Emblem One. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, the Nintendo. <laughs> That's Fire a challenge. Emblem. Okay. Can you even yes. get that game anymore?
3: Probably on emulator yeah. or yeah, no. emulator. Yeah. But Maybe the... Nintendo eShop. I mean, they do have some they of the might classics. Do, yeah. yeah. They should, they should, yeah. That yeah. game is in dire need of a, a Zelda Link's Awakening kind of remake, I would feel.
0: And uh, yeah, yeah, that could work. That I could mean, it's work. the same
3: game, just make it prettier, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, that will be something down the line, who knows? Uh, because Fire Emblem, right now, like from Awakening till now, has been getting a lot of, like, US and European traction, so I can see a remake in the works happening on I Switch. Mean,
3: Do you think like the Japanese people are abandoning it because they moved on to other things?
0: Uh not really there's still like a lot of die hard I mean why do you think they put so many Fire Emblem characters in Smash Brothers? That's
1: true Another Fire Emblem character joined White weebs maybe? (laughs) (laughs) I doubt
0: the Japanese weebs No
3: Japanese people don't play Smash they play Street Fighter They play play superior fighting games I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) They play actual fighting games Who plays Smash? White people (laughs) Watch Evo it's just white people It's their tournament like oh look at that (laughs) That's cute. True who's that. This guy, true his that. name is Mango. Well done, <laughs> Mango. <laughs> no wait, what's his, what's his who's the the last winner last
0: time? Um not, not mango it's another guy from italy or
2: somewhere
1: yeah whatever
0: where they so this is where they are you know yes <laughs> all from
1: europe basically and america love okay. americans i've seen a lot of americans, americans play
3: smash, smash. Yes. okay scar and his boys both and all those like nerds
2: yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> be a man
2: Play street fighter <laughs> i'm sorry
3: yeah. no, no. Hey, Super, uh, Super M- much love to the to the smash community uh there's none here in Singapore, so <laughs> right. yeah. I have no qualms about making fun of them. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, who's your character?
3: Mario! Oh, is that cute?
0: <laughs> sure. Let's see, another honorable mention I should talk about is definitely Darksiders Genesis. Okay. A game that came out pretty late in December, but thank With god no I actually vampire, found time to play it.
1: fanfare. Fanfare at all?
0: Not much fanfare, but upon playing it, yeah, I kind of wish it did.
1: So what makes it different from the other Darksiders? It really, it's not a hack and slash.
0: <laughs> ah. It actually is kind of... I mean, it's more like an isometric hack and slash slash shooter. So if you played a game like uh, your Cannon top-down Spike Smash TV or Cannon Spike, yeah, this is pretty yeah. much it. Except this is for the Cannon Darksiders, Spike. yeah. Yeah, with more emphasis on the newer character, Strife, where basically he's, his mechanics are all like gunfire, rage attacks. Yeah. Mm. I what? Remember, remember the third one? Yeah, I think we all did
3: at some point. <laughs> she had yes. a game too, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the third horse It was fine.
0: <laughs> well, I kind of want to bring this up because, uh, yeah, for 15, like, 20 US, you get a pretty decent, uh, pretty awesome action game, like, uh, top-down co-op. Unfortunately, uh, you can still play online co-op per se. Uh, nice little puzzle and there, but generally the combat system and the whole, uh, basically uh, leveling up system per se actually works out pretty well here. Like, okay. if you kill, like, different enemies here and there, you get your, like, um, orbs. You get to put them in your little skill tree, you get to boost up your uh, power rating and add in more abilities for your attacks. So, actually makes for a bit of strategizing, especially when you want to play it on, like, the higher difficulty modes where you can die within two hits. So, you want to actually play through Darksiders Genesis not just for the first playthrough, but for, like, the arena mode or like the apocalyptic playthrough where which is become becomes closer to a bullet hell yes more like a bullet hell That's which I probably... enjoy also yeah okay. yeah, yeah. So, and then they are even and then the mechanics are pretty fair because your Dodge invincibility frames are pretty generous per se so no, it's also
1: hit your once... hitbox is really tiny because
0: you can literally dance around these bullets we you know what
1: you, you do. can
0: but yeah you'll die a lot in apocalyptic mode so
1: well, I mean then it rewards smart gameplay if you have I mean
3: if you love Ikaruga or those toho games right yeah there you go we have a dark Siders version for you
0: yeah yeah it becomes like that later in the tougher stages but I'd say the big, the best comparison is still uh, Lara Croft and the Guardian of Lights, where two different characters with two different playstyles, they co-op together. You can play as a couch game or as an online game, and you team up, you fight uh, the enemies, you platform your way out back and forth. It's uh, pretty fun. la. I won't say it does anything original, but I don't think the Darksiders games are known for originality to begin with, right?
3: Well, now. they have very original artwork from Jo Madura.
0: Yep, yep, still, uh-huh. still does, yeah. It's yes. from the same team as well, despite the dissolution of the company. I
3: mean, uh, I've part three didn't do so well, and the company was on its last legs, right? Because they were uh, like, no, no, I see, before, no
0: uh, THQ Gunfire Nordic Games. Spine. Yeah, that company that did Darksiders 3, they did another game, uh, Remnant from the Ashes, that's still doing pretty alright, actually.
1: Okay, yeah, no, yeah. THQ Nordic tends to be fairly forgiving with their yeah. studios. Okay, see. So yeah, but... this
0: this game is made by the other part of Vigil Games. Um, they're called Airship Syndicate. They huh. did battle. They did battle chases a couple of years ago. Well, that's kind RPG. of fun. I didn't yep. mind it. Yeah. Yeah. So and then they did this one now. So yeah, I was kind of surprised that hey, it came out and it's actually kind of fun. So they still kept the gameplay and the controls and the action very tight, very arena friendly. So you can keep replaying stages in the toughest settings and whatnot.
3: So Darkside Genesis is definitely your most slept-on game of the year?
0: Yeah, most slept-on game, yes. It's fun, it's not original, but it's still arcadey fun. And you kinda of miss the good old days of top down isometric
1: bullet hell kinda of games.
3: Okay. I mean, none of the games you mentioned are original in any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think a single game like we've got sequels, we've got uh, Everything Everything's a platformer, everything's yeah.
3: a shooter, everything's a puzzle.
0: Yeah. And the next game I'm going to talk about is actually DLC for an existing game as well. Oh, wow. Uh, Shovel Knight, King of Cards.
3: We're still talking about Shovel Knight. Yes, <laughs> it's we 2019, are. it's been five yeah, yeah. years. Yep, this yep. game is still relevant. Yeah, wow.
0: 2014, because uh, it, it's a small team trying to make sure they uh, cook Com- complete the commitments they made on Kickstarter back then so I mean I also
3: want to say it's because they looked at Cuphead like we got up our game mm-hmm. yes because Cuphead hasn't released their DLC yet right no I think it's coming this year I think year. they did. did they did it? I can't remember because I know they promised a third character yeah. and more stages and I don't know totally flew over my head I mean did it come out at all there's like very little fanfare there either
0: uh, probably not so but anyway King of kites so this is actually a prequel where you get to play as one of the other knights you get to fight in the first uh, shovel knight game. The king, knight- king or
3: yeah, the king Ky- knights. Oh, wrong, wrong. King knight, yeah. yeah, king knight. King is from that shitty show game of Thrones. Yep, yeah,
2: yeah. So <laughs>
0: basically, his uh, thing is basically he charges into enemies, and when he hits something, he gets to do a pirouette, spinning uh, jump attack, which basically at makes which you kind of need to use for different jumping puzzles here and there. Like all of the assets are reused. In fact, the music is fully reused for this entry. But the levels are entirely new, and there's actually a card mini game that actually gets shoved in per se, which
1: is shoved think, in. Kind of, well, you mean shoveled in? What do you yeah, mean? Intru- in, yes. What do you mean introduced? Because uh, shoved in sounds like it was an afterthought. Uh,
0: not really. I mean, it's actually part of the story where basically, oh, people are playing this uh, jousters card game, which is kind of reminds people of Triple Triad in Final Fantasy VIII, but with a different kind of pushing mechanic here and there. So the aim of the game is you got like uh, fourteen uh boxes on uh on the board mm-hmm. you gotta make sure to actually occupy a gem on the board you can't just put a card on top of it you kind of have to arrange cards in a way that actually makes your cards occupy the gem and it gets more complicating when there are three of them on on the board per se okay and you got other mechanics where you get uh, bomb attacks where basically if you push something it explodes kill cards back and forth and yeah it gets a bit tough especially in the later stages per se Okay. which is why the game actually introduces a cheat mechanic like you actually get to pay as, as king knight you get to actually pay money to uh, one of the shopkeepers to actually use a cheat while you're fighting against one of the bosses mid-game in the in this card game
1: okay but it's in-game currency not uh, of course of course it's in-game currency, currency yes. you have to pay
0: for you can actually just get the in-game currency through like playing the 2d levels so the the thing is the card game is actually kind of optional which is also like you can actually go do the 2d levels or you can actually do the card Uh, justice game per se so you're not really forced to play it if you're really really bad at card games but at the same time yeah you can actually play it actually get bonuses and a special kind of armors for the 2D sections
1: okay so there's an incentive but it's not required
0: something like uh, that game Gwent in Witcher 3 I was gonna say
1: the same thing it's yeah. so like, it's there if you want it, but like, you don't have to. Yeah. Do. I mean, it's still fun, but... Actually, you do if you, really you,
3: you want to get that side quest to go to the tournament to get the money thing.
1: So, yeah, again, like... If you want 100% a,
3: of the game, you got to learn how to play Quint, There's actually.
1: an incentive, but it's not like, you know... Yeah, you
0: like, actually get to fight a secret a Jousters boss if you complete all the Jousters tournaments in the game. I see. So, there's nice. that. So, again, 100, if you want 100% of the game, you have to play Jousters
1: real well. Okay. Wow, that's quite an exhaustive list of uh, fun games you've got there uh, Tom, yeah I think I better <laughs>
0: stop because I think I I think Tom is really itching to talk about stuff
1: so. um, well I mean like I don't have that many mm-hmm. but uh, like if uh, do you have anything else you want to uh, mention quickly or? well
0: we can actually what? spin off to something that you've also played um, oh yeah you want to talk about Bloodstained another honourable pick
1: uh, now thing is like I've not played a lot of Bloodstained I've only played like the first hour and to give you an idea of my skill level I'm still on the ship oh okay yeah <laughs> what <laughs> now, in fairness, I didn't grow up playing these games, so it's not, you know, like, something that I'm, like, you know, remembering how to play properly, or something on a Switch. So, you know, they are that working against me. But it's a lot of fun. I really like the aesthetic. I like uh, the whole, like, crystals, um, like, mini thing
0: that's actually like a throwback to one of the Koji Igarashi Castlevania games um Order the Virginia. whole thing is
3: a goddamn throwback to <laughs> <them>. <laughs> all of it is <laughs> yes, <you're laughs> right. Castlevania games
1: including the weird hats you can wear everything uh, no 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 like, you can't
0: you can't actually have the hats on display Bloodstain's the first game to do that yeah. in a uh, Spiritual Castlevania kind of uh, wow. Twist.
3: I mean, like if you think about it, right? Konami owns the rights to Castlevania, and it's just nice enough for them to uh, allow the rights to Netflix to create one of the most amazing anime slash animated shows ever in recent yeah, years. Yeah, good for but them. they're not pushing out games,
0: and the guy they made... did make a Contra game, but it's a terrible piece of shit. Fuck that. We're not game.
1: talking about the Contra game. Let's okay. not talk
0: about the Contra game, okay? I I allowed you to talk about Dark Side Genesis
3: <laughs>
2: so that we have an
3: alternative to that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, uh,
1: my, my main complaint is that, again, it's, it's like, yes, you can wear the silly hats. You can't change costume. It's like, you, you can.
2: know. You're you actually kind of can. You got
1: oh, the, so there's you got actually a lot you can change. <laughs> but there's a lot you of stuff you can do later. You can visually change
0: it.
2: Or you can, can you? yes.
1: You can. can. Damn, I need to play this goddamn. Okay, you, you have to get out of the ship, dude. Yes. <laughs> All right, fine. Beat the first level, dude. <laughs> right, fine, I'll, I'll beat that boss. <laughs>
0: give it an hour? But, but but I can tell you, like, uh, after finishing this game a couple of times, yeah, it's still in my honorable mentions list, but at the same time, I'm so happy there's actually a successor to Symphony of the Night, like, out yeah. there, you know, for people to play and for the young young generation of players to play, you know? Something that actually looks not too bad. I kind of like the cell shading and stuff going on. I enjoyed it too. You know, what I also
3: especially appreciated was uh, the developer going... Head to head with all the bad comments that he's been receiving during the early access, (laughs) and literally saying, "You think the graphics suck? Fine, I'll work on it." And he disappears and he comes back. You like these graphics now? Oh, oh yeah. He's like, "Huh? What an interesting way to make a product. Listen to feedback. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Huh?
1: Why didn't I do this before? (laughs) Like, oh yeah, I work for a company that refuses to listen to anyone. (laughs) Oh, and
0: if you're like a huge fan of Castlevania, there are so many Easter eggs. It's filled." It fills up the entire basket. I mean, for one, the guy you buy stuff from in the castle is actually voiced by Alucard in the old Symphony of the Night games.
3: Oh, nice!
0: Yeah, yeah, and his name is called Od, like Original Dracula. I think that's what yeah. it means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I saw that. And, and you there. can actually find him as a boss if you unlock certain criterias. Okay. And it's actually the toughest boss in the game. So. No, no but that's the that. thing.
3: That's the rule. Never ever beat up the shopkeeper. He's the one who will kill you.
0: Yes. Kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I'm not a fan of some of the enemies, um, they actually feature like uh, floating dog heads and uh, giant cat, giant kittens that pop up and swipe you. And they here. all
3: beat the Medusa head from the classic Castlevania games. What yes, are you complaining they- <laughs> about? <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a significant improvement to what we
0: had to slog through back in the '80s, sir. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <how> but these, <laughs> like, these are these are these cute animals they kind of have to kill. To be honest, yeah. Oh,
1: you're not one of those, are you? Stop uh, I mean, I mean, it. I mean
3: <laughs> they <laughs> are your food sir okay remember where you step on the true. chain that is true it's like when That's people say like,
1: oh I don't like killing dogs in, uh, in video games like they're attacking you kill the fucking dog. <laughs> they're I'm
3: vampire so wolf dogs
0: they want to suck your blood and yeah. your penis but I can tell you yeah this is definitely one of those games uh, yeah if you're into all the metroidvania games if you want something that brings back that classic castlevania style thing this is probably the way to go I mean
3: if, right. if you really really love sympathy of the night here you go. It's the sequel you've always yeah. been wanting that even... isn't Rondo of Blood. Yeah, yeah. I can, <laughs> I can
0: actually recommend other Metroidvanias that kind of improve the formula like maybe Hollow Knight or Axiom Verge but for something that captures that spirit that people kind of crave from Konami before they fuck it all up
1: yeah, like
3: this the is the way to go. Element can and... I say something quite controversial? I think Axiom Verge is overrated. It's alright. It's alright. <laughs> it's fine but I don't understand why people think it's the next greatest thing in like the Metroidvania style. It's like... It it does exactly what metroidvania is supposed to do which is so yeah
0: that's yeah yeah so that's my pick uh, and also Tom's pick for our honorable mentions previously. yeah you're not gonna talk about oh, no.
3: Samurai Shodan are you <laughs> uh,
0: well we actually did bring it up like I liked it you didn't like it so. why do
3: you still like the game sir
0: uh, I just like the whole uh, honest methodical approach to the game So. <laughs> because it, it, it's like good good have to you gotta have to I go in
1: I slog in I do my work <laughs> and the day I get my paycheck I mean there's
0: really I don't really like all those anime fighters and I don't really like how Street Fighter 5 has turned into like a it's very boring. very offensive combo centric uh, offensive uh, kind of centric Kind of game At least Not
3: anymore The latest season Is, is extremely boring Because everything Has been like
0: Everybody's picking Rashid Cammy, Um, Because that's the oh, Meta no, there's now ev- yeah, Everybody
3: yeah. wants to Watch an interesting game They don't know What yeah, yeah. boring Blockathons but... yeah. yeah I agree uh, Samurai Shodown Is very methodical Very uh... I would say this right even the virtual Fighter guys are like, that is a fucking nerdy fighting game, <laughs> it right? Is, it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that
0: I, w- I won't deny that, I won't deny that.
3: <laughs> that is not... That's not a nice thing to say, and, and, and,
0: <laughs> and, even, and even so, um, they actually have... They included some combo-centric characters like Shiki and... Uh, because that's else, uh, how she Riri, was designed, Riri, okay? Rimuru, yes, Since yes. part 5 or whatever. Uh, no, 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 she the, was in, in the, the 3D, 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 3D game. Sunrise yeah, the 3 showdowns, no, but sunrise. she
3: did come through, She was in... No, SBC Chaos uh a yeah that, that
0: pretty crap <laughs> crossover actually
2: it
3: was fine it had the best hidden uh fighters oh uh, yes
0: yeah. yeah the best hidden bosses ever yes
3: yeah you know you
0: fought what's that little girl's name who uh, uh, Athena. right athena athena original athena
3: <laughs> original athena and what's her uh special attack uh the whole screen turns and you die yes <laughs> how do you block like that you don't <laughs> oh fuck <Yeah>. this game <laughs> it's like how'd
1: you beat that go fuck yourself how'd you how do be you beat
3: that you're not supposed to <laughs>
1: And oh, a yeah. very
0: enthusiastic uh, commentator as well, which is nice. Oh, I, I love the commentator. Here
3: comes
2: a challenge! <laughs> yeah, it's good shit.
3: Yeah. Uh, but yes, so Samurai
0: Showdown only available on uh, Google Stadia. <laughs> no, no, no. It's on uh, yeah PS4 and Xbox One. And uh, also...
1: Switch, right? I yeah, it's
0: supposed to yeah, it's on Switch, but it's supposed to be out on PC, but when the hell is that happening? I think it's only available PC as in Xbox Game Store, not like Steam. Uh, no, no, on Google Stadia. I, you were right the first time. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, lag on the fighting game. Jesus, what
1: the hell were they thinking? Well done. Okay. Yeah. Speaking do we... of uh, weird exclusivities, mm-hmm. it's uh, now my turn. Ah, uh, yes, yes. So, my game of the year is uh, Control.
0: Ah, yes, please talk yes. about control.
1: So, you actually, play a redhead. Yeah, you play a redhead called uh, Jesse Faden. So, I think we talked very briefly about uh, control. Um, so, I'm not really going like, to add very much more to it, but other than the fact that, you know, it's. It's the kind of game where if you really enjoy the aesthetic and design around a uh, solid gameplay mechanic, then this is the game for
3: you. I see. No, but I mean, it did remind me of Remember Me in terms of like... In
0: terms of the aesthetics and the uh, yeah, whole well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of oh. protect stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, mm. so, yeah, Control is that. It's got like certain elements from uh, the Dark Souls series, where like constantly spawning enemies. If you die, you go back to the last like checkpoint. But it's a bit more forgiving in that regard, you don't lose everything, you just get a slight slap on the wrist So
0: like uh, Fallen Order?
1: Yeah, kinda It's kinda
0: like a, uh, yeah, Metroidvania per se, except it's Yeah, also because
1: you keep on on backtracking but you get new stuff and let me tell you, the game really opens up when you can literally fly Yes,
0: (laughs) it's really
3: fun You mean
1: like Fallen Order? Yeah, (laughs) pretty much
0: (laughs) I think think this game is better than Fallen Order It actually has no bugs Yeah, and also
1: because you have a gun it's like, there's something from range. Haha, fuck you, I've got a sniper rifle. Sniper okay. rifle,
0: like, a shotgun, your regular gun, your revolver. Yeah.
1: Grenade launcher, because sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah, And, you know, the story is interesting and like a weird, like, uh, you know, uh, Stephen king s kind of thing. Because the other people who made uh, Alan Wake, so of course, you know, they're going to stick to their weird American... Uh, like oh, It's the same people who made Alan Wake? Yeah. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mean, same, it... same writer as well, Sam Lake. Yes.
1: Yeah, you, you can see it's his shtick. So yes. Sam Blake wrote Alan Wake,
0: yeah, and wrote Max Payne one, two, and yeah, this one Control.
1: I mean, this, these are the main things. We're not gonna like, go into like extreme detail because we already talked about it. So, I'll, we? Yeah, we, we, I'm sure we have. I can't we even never remember. <laughs> I don't. We
0: don't remember. So please talk about what mm-hmm. keeps Control. You know, why you know, it's your good choice. You. Yeah. It's my
1: choice. It's because overall, I feel like it's the game which is the most complete package okay and it's the one like uh because the first couple of hours they're like okay i'm not quite sure what i'm going in and then it starts giving you upgrades and then like more things to do the first thing i'm just a standard uh, third person shooter you know cover mechanics that they wear but then you can like throw stuff tele uh, telekinetically okay that's cool shields levitating but is it
3: similar to like games like psyops or even like maybe half life Two? like it's gravity gun physics
1: right
3: uh yeah. you just pick up ragdoll things and you can chuck them around pretty
1: much yes but then they start adding extra stuff like you fight a weird like cthulhu monster thing part way through as a side mission mm-hmm. just because and what complements that is the story is it tells you enough to make you go what the fuck is going on and there's something about jesse as well which you're trying to learn as the game progresses because she seems to be like talking to this weird thing in their head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and, like you know once you get over the weirdness where she goes into a uh this office called the federal borough control and suddenly she's a director just because she finds a guy who shot himself
3: she works with yes, the fbc
2: yes. okay
1: but then like what the extra stuff which i really like which is not for everyone but i personally enjoy it. it's like there's so much extra uh, you know Background fluff that you can pick up and read and like extra bits of like uh, videos that you can
2: watch. War, or...
3: yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, the lore really just builds up. So you feel like this is like this big ancient institution which has been in the background for so long. And like you're kind of exploring it with
3: Jesse as well. I mean, like basically, if you like your Bioshocks, it's like these are like the audio tapes and all the notes
0: that you can find strewn about the place.
3: Right?
1: Yeah, it's like basically uh, Bioshock if you don't want to deal with Ayn bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. And Bioshock, except you can fly here. And that too. And shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: not having to rely on weird skyhook things. Yes.
0: This is, I mean, I actually did play quite a bit of control. This is, I mean, I'll, okay, it's pretty. I'll tell you that. I like it is very pretty. I like the fact when you actually get a new weapon or a new skill, you get to go to this outer worldly, monolith platform like stages. Those are like the best, you know.
1: Like and, little mini tutorials, I like, give you a firm grasp of what it is. So then, rather than having to work it out for gameplay, like, okay, this is what you need to do. Okay, got it? Cool. Off you go yeah yeah. and then you get to go like different corridors here and there like
0: the rooms i mean they seem familiar yet completely different and very ethereal and weird like yeah there's a david lynch thing going on but at the same time it's its own thing you know
1: the way it plays with interior design and like how like the actual architecture changes yep yep that's fun and what the part i really enjoy is when you go to the ocean view uh motel and casino oh yes that's really awesome it's like a mini puzzle just to say like okay try and work out what the fuck's going on and see if you can get the key to like turn on a light switch to go to the right place. It's like brilliant. Absolutely Mm -hmm. wonderful game. Mm -hmm. Although uh, it's kind of annoying for the fourth time you die to a boss and have to go through the boss run again to go to the place again where unskipable cutscenes again. Mm -hmm. (sighs) But yeah. That's like my only main right. Did you have any issues with the map?
0: Because uh, when I was actually referring to the map I was like huh how do I get around? I just Decided. Ah, I'm just gonna rely on remembering some corners, turns here and there instead of like I'm not, relying on the map
1: too much. I'm not pissed off about it in the same way. Like I'm okay with that. There's no like map markers or like uh, floating icons. Yeah, but it, the
3: game is extremely linear, so you don't really need to.
1: Su- it's not super linear because like yeah. there are. It's linear kinda, but in like, a way, kinda. If... Yeah. I mean,
3: in terms of like objectives, like. I mean, there's one straight path to everything, but it does branch off into
1: like you know side yeah. rooms and inside. And quests. it does reward exploration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I'm just spoiled by like the Jedi Fallen Order map. That's a pretty damn good map. It's
3: literally the Metro <laughs> Prime know, map, but it's a really awesome <laughs> map, dude. One yeah. of the one of the best map designs ever. Like, make it 3D. Why is
0: everything flat?
1: Yes. Duh, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had the technology
0: make it 3D. Yeah, I mean,
1: like <laughs> if there was a 3D map, that make it a bit less exclusion trying to get into like a even door that you can't fucking, find. Fucking
3: like Borderlands Two. I, I can't even say 3 right Where it's like Why is the map flat Which yes. level is it on You're yeah, pointing no. to a thing I'm at the staircase Where do I go
0: Wow You know what I mean Like, yeah, I know. Make Especially it 3D Eden 6 man Jesus Christ yeah. 6 is so The first time you're there It's like Where the fuck am I you know? it's, like, it's
3: like Okay go to the, to this place And you're there where? And then you're standing on it And like Is this the place No Is that platform up there Like oh fuck you How do I get there And it's like Okay cool Thanks
2: oh, uh. yeah.
1: Now, in this one, like, in this one, because like the big uh, design component is the exploration, I'm fine with like making me have to work for my. Um, uh,
0: yeah, that is true. That is true. That would be a good incentive. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it, the game wasn't about exploration but then had a shitty map, then I'd be pissed off. But because it's like telling you go peek in every corner, go into every room, pick up everything. Like that's how you're gonna learn to like you know make sure you find the shit you need. Mm. I mean. Yeah. It,
3: why we mention Jedi Fallen Order so much is because it's literally a lot of backtracking. A lot yeah. of the game is dependent on you, not only exploring but accessing certain upgrades, which allows you to unlock certain powers and such. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think Control does similarly. Yeah, but I
1: mean, if you didn't explore, would that be a hindrance to your? Uh... I think so because if you explore, you get side missions, and then you get more. Because the only way you get a uh, uh, experience is by competing missions not by killing um, monsters mm-hmm. so if you want to become more powerful and have an easier time you need to go and explore to find these things yeah,
3: but how does the challenge ramp up the skill according to like your abilities and like the
2: level it of stays you have?
1: consistently challenging like whenever you feel like um, it's becoming too easy something else gets thrown in so like oh all the low level mooks are like being one-shotted okay now we have an enemy which like boosts their health and they constantly replenish him
3: and it doesn't do the tropish thing of like okay you beat one here comes three here comes five right
1: yeah no like there's always
3: like the problem i have with like something like fallen order because it's like okay you dealt with one stormtrooper here's six (laughs) yeah all you need to do just parry their hits oh yeah yeah? here's ten like no, this is still not challenging.
1: It's just like, it makes sure that you don't stick to one playstyle. Like, at the beginning, like, the best way to finish it is to run up and hit them in the face. So then they're going to choose enemies which blow up when they die. Okay, now you have to keep, um, keep uh, uh, away from them. Yeah, you have okay, to remember so this... which
0: enemies blow up and which enemies don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So you start to, like, learn, okay, this is how I deal with this one. Like, most of them you can just, like, throw shit at them. That one jumps out of the way. Okay, so you have to shoot them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it keeps you on your toes, forces you to move around, use environment It's. It gets to point where, like, even at near the end of the game, low-level moves can pose a problem for you, especially the fucking snipers. Yeah, yeah, I it's hate still, those bastards.
0: Yeah, it's still challenging, even if you upgrades and everything. Kind of, yeah. like you said, you gotta be on the move. you always gotta use the surroundings and just force push or fly whenever possible. Wait, yeah, force push. Yes.
1: Well, well <laughs> I'm just calling it that. Force push. Yeah, it's yeah. like you you pick up a thing with your head and you throw it. So you know, like, what else are you gonna call it? Force push. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, you have two games
3: with a red heads the force push their way through a level. Yeah. And somehow,
0: this. I think Control did a better job than Jedi Fallen Order. I think... In retrospect.
2: I, say, I think it's a yeah.
1: neater package, also because it all takes place within a building, so you don't have to worry about skyboxes and all that.
3: I mean, I would also say this, right? What I enjoy about Control is that it's its own thing. I mean, yeah. as much as it's unfair for me to compare it to Fallen Order, which we reviewed previously, uh, Fallen Order, unfortunately, also suffers from the trappings of being a Star Wars game. Yeah, Which means it will be immediately compared to the Pantheon. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, you're not better than Jedi Knight. Uh, but you're trying something new, well done, you little red-headed stepchild, <laughs> you. But Control is basically a new property. And I don't know, to me, like it gave me vibes of... Uh, I'm not sure if you know this game, but I'm pretty sure uh, John does. Like, the perfect dark series? Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, it feels to me like, okay, this is the kind of game that uh, borders on not being, like, too much of an action game, but more along the sense of there is something a little bit more cerebral going on. Yeah. Especially with the art design and especially with uh, the escalation and the fact that it is required for you to do a lot of backtracking and to explore.
1: Yeah, and it's the kind of thing where, you know, the combat is challenging, but it's not, like, constantly in your face. You can, like, finish them off, you have chance to, like, you know, gather your yourself, like heal up, and then you can explore. Like think about okay, I mean, where is do there you go like
3: next? multiple level difficulties? No, it's, it's one.
1: just one off. But I feel like it could it's used with like a, like a hard setting. That might be because they have. I think there's a new mode in the game that yeah. came
0: out a couple of months. Um, expedition was it or something? Yeah,
1: which is like a much more difficult version, but you get more rewards for doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's so your, your arcade mode plus? Basically, it's an arcade <laughs> so yeah. mode. So yeah. it's not new game plus. I think a new game plus, new plus might run. come out later on they have a roadmap yeah. of like more dlc stuff they want to do oh uh, you think it's all gonna be free they'll probably probably be like charge a little bit but i think the game did very very well despite being an epic exclusive
3: yeah i mean it deserves the praise yeah it's actually very well done
1: yeah it's it's a brilliant game and i'm kind of glad that i only found out about it because i saw a trailer during e3 okay. i didn't hear about it at all until like just before it came out mm. okay. And I mean, She was like, "Okay, I I want to give it a try." It. I
3: remember seeing the trailer too. I just remember like her picking up stuff and throwing it. Like, like, yeah, I miss that kind of like Half-Life two style, gravity gun kind of physics in video games. Because I mean, of all the games that with, with like you know uh, shooting elements, right? It's like been nothing but military shooters, shooter yeah. shooters, and whatever you call Fortnite. What do you call those things again? The Last Man uh, Standing, Battle Royale. Right? Battle Royales, yeah. yeah. And then like when I saw something like Control I thought like oh hey you know this could be spiritual success against like maybe you know Perfect Dark or Half-Life and I was pleasantly surprised, I mean it didn't try to aim for the stars, which is what I appreciate. I
1: think it's okay, this is what we know we can yeah. do, let's push slightly beyond that. But its net-
3: ambition didn't crush its intention. This yeah, is definitely... It's his own thing. And this I is
1: appreciate a double-A game, not a triple-A. Yeah. For sure.
3: And I think we've been doing I think, the championing the double-A games. They've been, been doing
1: a mix-up between this and one of my other mentions, Outer Worlds. Yeah. There's been oh, some solid, solid games coming out. I mean, it's- really difficult like if you were to
3: ask the three of us to pick the definitive which is the best game of the like 2019 is like it's tough it's tough there's yeah. like 10 we can think of right now off the top of the heads not even mentioning all these other honorable mentions with. Yeah. i the mean moment.
1: like shit, disco elysium my god i've not had such an amazing time with an rpg in so long i have not had spent so much time in an
3: rpg and i'm doing nothing but saves coming <laughs> i just yeah. want to see
1: Perfect endings so or perfect
3: scenarios. I yeah. think
0: Disco Elysium is one of those games where the three of us unanimously agree. This is the RPG for the ages. This is the RPG for the ages, and yeah. I would say
3: it definitely rewar- the best one of 2019. Yeah. Yes.
1: And it got rewarded at uh, the Game Awards, which you know, surprising. Well done. Yes. It got four awards, I think. Which it was, is it was good. a sweep, basically. Yeah, for sure.
3: Uh, Though I would have given it to other awards for RPG too. So, you know, I would say
1: yeah. Mm, no, I think. That one I'm I'm a bit conflicted about. Yeah, mm, this is because like point when, loss uh, for me. It like for me, it's way. like
3: basically because my reason is Outer Worlds didn't get much. That's this true. Elysium sweep. So it it's like a bit more. one should have just. It will, I know it would be like a consolation award, but it's like Outer Worlds. Like if if it had, I mean, uh, as I mentioned on the Outer Worlds review, like if it had an award, it would have bumped the sales. It would have probably like you know made. Yeah, like I mean, like more. I would say then it was like okay there's definitely going to be a sequel or some follow up I'm sure there will be definitely because, a follow up
1: yeah, uh, yeah uh, Obsidian said they've exceeded expectations for um, sell, selling stuff I don't know and they're already working on their first DLC which I'm sure will be amazing whatever it is I'm looking forward to it because yeah. hey,
3: did you see the video of the developers watching a guy speed run the game and beating it in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: that's
1: funny <laughs> I mean yeah and also another thing which made me fall in love with Outer Worlds was during the E3 presentation when they were trying to like games to hype I was like, Look, I'm not going to hype it up. Like, it's not a huge game, but we put our heart and soul into it. And I'm we, I hope we like really it. hard on it, right? They yeah. were just yeah. earnest, right? It's yeah. like. <laughs> Oh, bless you. And it's not, it's not
3: some bullshit PR marketing person telling you,
1: well, in this game, you play Marcus Phoenix. Remember Marcus Phoenix? He's back in this game. <laughs> no, it's its like, I think there's the vice president who's like not super camera trained as oh, well. Oh, those are
3: the best ones, right. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, we
3: really believe that games are the new future in entertainment. Uh, they're a billion dollar industry. We're going to spend a lot of money in the support of these games and these gamers are uh yeah games I mean just like you know you can watch his brain literally like just yeah. go into sleep yeah. as he walks away yeah
1: <laughs> so other honorable mentions uh this one i did talk about a lot um total war three kingdoms
2: hmm.
1: now the reason why this wasn't my game of the Year is because once i did full two full playthroughs and became emperor or well, empress one time it's a bit was,
3: repetitive right?
1: it's like it's not like to, uh, the Total War Warhammer series because every faction has a different gameplay style. Mm. So like, oh, you want to be uh, artillery heavy, you play as a Skaven. If you want to be Archer Spam, you play as High Elves. If you want to be Zerg Rush, you play Chaos. Mm-hmm. It's like, everything is like, I want to try this time. You can do this. And like, you know, there's something extremely... I mean, s- each faction
3: like, kind of... Uh makes you like exercise a different muscle though.
1: yeah there's something very satisfying about having an army of reanimated uh, ship corpses shooting cannons oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah or uh fucking dropping a nuke as claw mm-hmm. and like watching like all these like little rats die oh so satisfying
3: but Three Kingdoms... Three
1: Kingdoms, um, it didn't have that, unfortunately. There but isn't
3: enough diversity in the play styles, right?
1: Not enough for diversity, but the thing is that the core gameplay is fantastic. The revamped diplomacy system. Oh my god, how did it take you 20 years to work out? We want to be able to see why they don't want this deal and what will make it work. Jesus Christ, we needed that for so long. Yeah. And, you know, just stuff like the spy mechanic became kind of interesting, although you don't really need it the main reason why it's being pushed back up is that they've just released new DLC yeah, which has years, yeah. uh, changed up the meta a little bit more you have more units and it's you have more play styles now which I'm, I'm I've started replaying for the first time in a few months and yeah it's it I still holds up
3: right it's not something that is a flash in the pan no night.
1: there's something very satisfying about seeing your cavalry kill 700 uh, mooks mm. it's very very satisfying and the final one I'll talk about and then we can like uh, call it quits is uh my first ever Pokemon game. Oh, Aww. Yes, Sort of About damn time. Speaking of what took somebody 20 years to
2: get around <laughs> to something, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, I'll say that uh, I need to join uh, Pokeholics Anonymous or something because Jesus Christ, <laughs> those games are addictive.
3: You know what is really cute now? I'm pretty sure you're going to look at all those guys walking on the street playing Pokemon Go and you think of them as lesser people now. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> yes. like... You finally have that chip on yeah, your shoulder, right? Fucking <laughs>
1: casuals. You don't even, don't Play even a real like a game, damage. That Pokemon that you're capturing. You're just throwing shit at them. How dare you?
3: <laughs> so who's your final
1: four? Uh... I have my final six. Um, six now. Oh, dude. now there's six. Right. Uh, you, well, you've got like six. I don't I don't play competitive because I'm not at that level yet.
3: Go for
2: it.
1: Yeah, but uh, I've got uh, Cinderace because, mm-hmm. yeah, That'd he's be the fun. best one. Rabbits okay. are cool.
2: Yep. Uh, I've
1: got Gardevoir. Gardevoir? Okay. Yeah, the uh, fairy psychic one. That's your anchor. Yeah. And okay. then Corviknight. Uh, Corviknight is? The uh, Bird Knight. Uh, yeah, it's basically a steel flying Pokemon. Okay. So it's just like a big tank that just sits there and takes everything.
3: So basically, he's the one who, when you pull back, one to heal. He's the one who can respond.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, it's also tank your tank. Uber too, right? The, it can yeah. Beat you it's around. like a one, uh, ah. like uh, regens, does confusion. It's like the the status the effect tank. one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh He's a frozen electric type. Frozen okay. Electric. Ice electric. No, but that, uh, that
3: makes sense. You need you definitely need more frozen than anything because first. Like, that beats more things
1: yeah pretty much yeah and also i've got a fighting dragon type uh komo o i think he's new uh o is from the last one i think oh, it's okay. uh,
0: sun and moon
1: yeah he he just hits like a brick shit house and is yeah. and he's got the bulletproof um, yeah every uh, dragon yeah. <laughs> every dragon so yeah dragons like, are he, awesome he's fine cuz he just pretty much can one shot stuff mm, so he's a finisher yeah pretty much he's like he's, a, he's like the guy who comes and curb stomps whatever's left Okay. And I've also got Grimmsnarl just because like, it's a demon covered in hair. I'm going for pure aesthetics. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, But he's Dark Fairy, which is a weird combination. Yeah. Mm. But there's a really cute uh, Pokemon this time around. Of course. Like Scorbunny is so goddamn adorable. Those
3: things have been masterfully handcrafted. Yeah. Or the
0: cake open. Pokemon, Alcremie. Oh yeah, Alcremie <laughs> is... So funny, Especially yeah. when he's in Gigantamax mode, like a giant cake.
1: Yeah. Know? I'll tell you what, the first time I faced a... Um, uh, Dynamax Pokemon was a uh, Hoot Hoots. Yep. Oh and let me tell you, it's fucking hilarious to see this huge hoot who go
2: <laughs> 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 looking down at you.
1: Yeah, Dynamax I like that as an introductory um like other mechanic. Yeah yeah. Although I don't have any Gigantamax Pokemon yet. I think that's
0: your end game basically you're trying to get all the, all of these Gigantamax. Chet- yeah. yeah
1: of course You gotta catch a Molster. That's yep. that's the problem is the O C D is Yeah I wanna get the Gigantamax uh, Snorlax. You know what? a <laughs> <laughs> uh... fucking tree growing
0: out his belly button <laughs> Or how well, about Meowth? He's just a long cat, basically. Oh, yeah!
1: <laughs> fucking longest cat. Yeah.
3: So, this is a very special episode of Lasting Podcast where eccentric Tom finally is a gamer. Yeah. He's played a fucking Pokemon game, yep. finally. Yeah. <laughs> now you get it right yeah
1: I've sunk yes. 50 hours into it and I'm still like only scratching the surface
3: you're on the fucking train to work and you're thinking to yourself
1: I got time
0: for
3: one round
1: yeah. yep <laughs> that's pretty I, much I, all I've been doing and Tom I predict
0: I think after two or three of these you're gonna get sick of it real fast uh, no no because you nah.
3: started with this one so you're yeah. right if he goes back to Sun and Moon Sun and Moon is actually slightly superior because he mm. has more Pokemon as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. They
0: have the original database before the culling and all that. Yeah, before yeah. The, the culling, <laughs> are you call the culling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well
3: they don't die, they go to the farm to rest.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: What are you <laughs> saying? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's
0: back there, you know, resting. Yeah.
1: We're getting yes. <laughs> we're getting the German one starters for the DLC. Oh yeah, Pokemon has DLC now.
0: Yeah. Ah, oh, well. Ah, uh, corporations, what are you going to do?
3: What are you right? going to do? You <laughs> know,
0: but it's also a smart
3: business model. Because Absolutely. Because you have to understand, like, you know, this is a company that has been struggling to balance these fucking
1: things for nearly yeah. two decades. Yeah. And it's come to a point where it's like, yeah, some of these things are way too powerful. Yeah. And also, here's my unpopular opinion. I'm glad that they did some culling. Because can you imagine someone, like, coming into this game for the first time and having to choose from a thousand Pokemon? Like the poor little heather can explode i mean i, I have would say with 400 of the buggers i mean
3: like the, the reason why i recommended this game to you is right is it designed specifically for a new first game. time as yeah. newbies yeah. yeah and the thing is it didn't feel like this overwhelming need to understand more yeah exactly it just eased you into it right yeah that's exactly what I love about, like, you know, every Nintendo game is like, nah, no, no, we don't, it's about creating new fans and, like, you know, making old fans feel like, oh, we need to welcome the next generation. Yeah, it's
1: not about the size of your fan base, it's what you do with it. Wait, are you going to get Shield? No. Why not? I'm not that kind of uh, Pokemon player. Get Shield! <laughs> no, I'll just trade them. I'm not going to, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. trading
0: trading's always the cheapest way.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's true. All Actually,
0: right. what are your thoughts about the region, the region that you're exploring in this new Pokemon?
1: What you mean, uh, England and yes. lens of Japanese food? <laughs> <people. laughs> yes. Somehow uh, people you eating Japanese curry for some reason. Sure, why not? Like, <laughs> the, 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 funnily enough, uh, the favourite uh, cuisine of the UK is uh, a curry, so okay, know, it actually works. Okay, fair I, enough. I like it. I like their version of Birmingham, which is like this really dirt poor, broke place with like uh, a punk scene. Okay, okay. Yeah, works out. No,
3: that's, I, that's Birmingham. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Although it's the wrong side of the map. But hey, actually, no, it might be Hull that they're trying to uh, do, which guess yes, it's a fictional place, there. sir. Come on. <laughs> but no, I I like it. Uh, it's not like, you know, terrible. I like how they do little stuff like call you like Gov or like, uh, you know, mate. It's, like, it, it's cute. Okay, it's cute not scout. offensive. It's just like, oh, bless. This is what you think uh, it's actually like. Yep. I want to see like a DLC, which is like the Brexit DLC of uh, <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm. Well, like everyone from like uh, X and Y, black and white are not allowed in the country. I want to see the one where Pikachu
3: throws a sword off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> gets drunk outside of a pub and then like smashes up a. <laughs>
3: Sticks up two Pink doesn't cause you a wanker.
1: Yeah, then <laughs> then beats up a brown person inside a kebab shop. And then an actual wanker appears and is level thirty. Oh, <laughs> I actually not that, that impressive. Wanker uses wanking. It's super effective. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's vulnerable to a wag type Pokemon. Yeah, there it goes. Oh man, what happens? He makes you toss the salad, sir. <laughs> I think that's the sign that we need to finish this episode.
3: There, yeah, with all the mayonnaise on top. So, uh, Last King fans, uh, thank you for joining us for a special 2019 edition of the games we thought were really nice last <laughs> really year Austin, cool. yeah, yeah it's 2020 we get it yeah <laughs> yeah
1: and so the next one is gonna be our favorite movies of last year because we have to stretch shit out until something worthwhile comes out
3: we're not it. gonna review yeah. cats i'm sorry eh, wait, we'll see about maybe that we are we, we
0: are we maybe
1: you'll have to tune in to find out
3: did yeah. it come out this year or last year again last year oh no
1: it came out on christmas eve that's a problem <laughs> so
3: this has been a uh, looter shooter, Shafi.
1: This has been uh, super effective, Mr. Toffee, and this has been extremely long RPG, such a Starting out.